Hi, I'm Jonda. I am recovered in OA and in AA. And um, I'm first going to tell you what it was like, what happened, and what it's like today. I've got my recording, I mean my timer's going, so I don't talk your ears off. Anyway, um, my compulsive eating started way back for as, as young as I can remember. I remember being just a, a very young kid, always wanting more. I never really had enough. And um, truthfully, I never really um, felt hungry. I was just always eating. So I never um, got hungry. Uh, as a kid, you know, I would um, get up in the morning and get the box of stuff and just eat bowl after bowl after bowl because white stuff went on that. My mother wouldn't buy that good stuff that already had the white stuff in it. You know, we had to put it on there. And um, just ate and ate and ate and ate it. We'd get a other breakfast items and just make more and more and more. I just um, recall absolutely having this disease from a very, very young age. Then um, I remember going to relative's house. I had a relative and they would have dessert after dinner and they would have a sliver. Well, I didn't know what a sliver was that I was served one and I asked for a second, and but I really wanted a third, but I was ashamed. So as this very young girl, I was ashamed of my eating already. And of course, in their family, they were all slim and trim, and I was always the overweight, overweight. I wouldn't call myself fat back then, but absolutely overweight and um, pudgy. Anyway, uh, so all of this um, shame and guilt, and I really believe that it even caused me to want to eat more, and I really should qualify. As a teenager, through my teenage years, I weighed between 125 and 135, but it was a battle, an absolute battle daily. I was either compulsively eating or compulsively dieting. Um, and by the time I got here, I was weighing 266 pounds, so well more than the 100 pounds necessary to qualify as a 100-pounder. So back to my story. I went on through um, my younger years, uh, like I said, just either compulsively eating or compulsively not eating. So I had the compulsivity on both ends. I just swung the pendulum from one side to the other. Different circumstances throughout those years would make me really get on a diet and drop off some of those pounds just so that, you know, I could eat some more. And I have to tell you, through all of this, 
was building up step one in this program because I, um, I absolutely knew that my life was unmanageable as a result of my, my um, compulsive eating. Uh, and and um, that was something that I had on the day that I got here. Well, um, I realized that uh, I had but two alternatives whenever I got here. And one, and this is straight out of the big book, page 25 in the big book. One was to go on to the bitter end, compulsively eating, blotting out the consciousness of my intolerable situation, or work the steps and get recovered. And I fortunately this time made the decision that I would work the steps. I did come to OA a few times throughout uh, my years, and the first time was about 1991 or 92, and I don't remember if I did one, two, or three meetings, but it was a very minimal amount. And at the time, I was working my other 12-step program, and I just felt like, and I was working, I just felt like I did not have time to add in one more program and one more sponsor and one more working the steps. I was already intensively working my other program, very involved and um, doing a lot of service. And, and as I said, I would work at that time. I'm retired now. So I didn't stick around. I did come back a few times. And the absolute reason that none of these times um, worked for me was because I didn't work the steps. I wasn't willing to do what it was going to take to get abstinent and maintain my abstinence. So I had to go on a lot more years and gain a lot more pounds and also gain diabetes and high blood pressure. So, you know, I could have been staved off early on, but I didn't do it. I just did not have the willingness to do it then. By the time I got here this time, I was absolutely on my knees, just um, completely willing to do whatever it would take to um, get this program and to um, have abstinence, and um, and I did. I got here, and I realized that I needed to build a sturdy foundation. All houses, buildings need a sturdy foundation in order to stand strong through the good times and the bad, through the storms that I would be able to um, get through. So I started out working the steps and um, got a sponsor. Oh, yeah, right away I got a sponsor this time. And uh, 
that turned out to not work because she told me that I needed a sponsor who worked both programs, both OA and AA, and that she only worked OA and she could not be my sponsor, and her sponsor told her that. Well, I really felt like uh, my higher power that I choose to call God um, directed me to her. So I was really disappointed, but I wanted what you had. I wanted abstinence. I wanted to get my um, diseases under control. And this time it wasn't even really about uh, losing weight and looking good and all of that stuff. It was really about um, my health and being free because I, I was just um, owned by, by food and I didn't want to be owned anymore. I wanted freedom from that. So I came here and I did what was necessary. I got, I got another sponsor um, who works both programs and uh, she took me through the steps. And of course I had to start back over with the steps, you know, I couldn't move on from step three where I was with the first sponsor. And uh, we went through the steps quickly. In about two and a half months I was done with the 12 steps. I worked intensively on them. And because I have the other 12-step program, I didn't have a huge fourth step to do because uh, my early years of a fourth step, besides my my food and my eating issues and surrounding the food and the eating, I had cleaned that wreckage up. So two and a half months, we got through these steps. She had me read the first 164 pages of the big book before she would even say that she would sponsor me. And she said, can you call me back tomorrow night um, after you finish reading these 164 pages? And I did it. I got through it. And the next night I called her back and that was when we proceeded together. Um, I was, uh, you know, that t it tells to do that in the big book on page 95, that if a prospect wants this program, ha get, have them read this book in the interim from your first visit to the second visit. And um, I would have done anything to have freedom. So I got through this 164 pages, and we got busy from there on. We went through the big book together, and she explained a lot of things through the book and um, that her sponsor had shared with her. And through doing this, that brought me hope. You know, I was hopeless whenever I got here. And through that work, it gave me hope and hope that it would work today and hope that it would work tomorrow, provided that I did 
what was necessary to get the um, initial abstinence. So I get up today in the morning. I currently work steps 10, 11, and 12 on a daily basis. And I get up in the morning and I pray and I meditate and then um, I can move on with my day. I ask for guidance all through the day and it tells it in the big book. I ask for guidance all through the day what my next step is to be. And I realize that when I feel comfortable, I'm doing God's will. And when I'm not feeling comfortable, I am not doing God's will. I also, in the early days, I did two meetings a day. I decided that I would work my program as often as I ate. And I ate all through the day. So I work my program all through the day. I made sure I went to two meetings a day. I went to one in the morning, and um, I went to one in the evening. And I also prayed before my meal. I prayed after I got my food on the plate, and I prayed that if it was God's will for me to eat that plate of food, that I would. And one time, I got to a certain bite, and I thought, you know, if I have one more bite of this, that intuitive thought came to me that I will be compulsively eating, and um, I stopped right there. I was able to. I never had breaks. You know, I never could say no more or I'm not going to do this anymore. We never was able to do that. But I believe that my higher power gave me the strength that day to stop at that bite. And when I was compulsively eating, I always figured um, every night, I, it happened more at night than in the daytime or in, not so much in the morning, more at night. And I would think, you know, I just know a bag of X is going to do it. It's going to fix it. And by the time I got that thought done, I'd already be halfway to the market to get it because I really tried to not keep that stuff in the house. And, of course, it didn't work. It didn't feel that empty hole, that void that we have. So the next night, it would be maybe a bag of something. Ah, there I go to the market to get it. And by the time I got to the bottom of whatever it was that I was eating or the last bite of it, I would realize that the guilt and the shame one more time was right there, right there in my face. And... um it's amazing how all of that trying to fill up that empty hole never brought me satisfaction. It only made it feel worse to only proceed to do the same thing tomorrow. So I wasn't like um, the person that eats, you know, once in a while compulsively eats or only on the weekend or that kind of stuff. 
for me, it really got to where it was every day. I discovered through working these steps that that empty hole that I could not fill up was God's size. So once I was able to fill it up with God, I, I don't have that compulsivity anymore. I have freedom from um, the compulsion to eat on a daily basis. And I don't have to do that anymore. And I'm able to um, be around food. I have uh, freedom from it. My husband has his stuff that he eats, and I don't have a problem with it anymore. But it is only because I was willing to work these steps. The steps taught me how selfish and self-centered I am when I always had that index finger out saying it's because of you, it's because of them, it's how I'm treated, it's because of the job and the boss. And the, and I never um, realized that, you know, that all of that selfishness and self-centeredness kept me from having a relationship with a higher power that would relieve me of this addiction. So today I have um, freedom and um, I learned that uh, what my character defects did for me and I learned what they did to me. It's um, nice to be able to not do that all day, every day. There are times that I will revisit one of those character defects and I will do something that will cause me to have to make amends. And then, of course, I turn my attention to who else that I can help to be relieved of my um, pain from... Um, practicing that character defect. So I, I, have a, um, I have a topic in mind, and it would be what does your character defects or what did your character defects do for you and or what did they do to you? If you have something else pressing that's on your mind that you need to talk about, that will work too. And with that, I'm going to pass. I want to say thank you to um, everybody who brought this meeting to us today and to Ellen for inviting me here to speak. This is a part of working my Step 12, and it's what helps me stay abstinent. And so anyway, my name is Jonda. I am a dual sponsor, OA and AA. My number is 909-524-9633. Thank you.